ants everywhere. Killer ants, hate them. Right. Running with Jake, the podcast. On this episode... Good afternoon, Jake. How are you? Is that your best, <laughs> poshest, I'm full of energy, I've not been running for days on end voice? That's the ruse, yeah. <laughs> running with Jake, the podcast. Because every runner needs the occasional plot, and here's your host, Jake Lowe. Welcome to another episode of your weekly dose of running motivation. It is indeed the Running With Jake podcast. I hope you're all well wherever you are listening to the show in the world. I will go to great lengths to bring you the show. This is my second week in Kefalonia. I am still in Greece. And to bring you the show, I'm actually balancing precariously on a cliff edge. This is a knife edge. Pete, I've got to be very, very careful here. Look, I, I go to serious lengths. I'm not going to miss an episode. But I'll tell you that the signal in Greece is pants. The ants are massive, but the signal with the telephone is just awful. I don't quite understand why you can't just go away on holiday and go, right, I'm not doing anything for two weeks. But you don't. You're, you're very insistent. And now, why are you on the edge of a cliff? I mean, of all the precarious places where you could record stuff, I mean, like, I presume you're staying in a hotel or wherever, but instead of that, you're on the edge of a cliff. Yeah, well, it's a bit of a nightmare because, uh, you know, they've got the two-hour time difference, so I had to factor that into it when I was obviously booking a slot with yourself in the diary, let's record the show, up for it, and then it's sure. like, ah, crap, signal. And of course, I don't really know this area. We've moved to the north of the island now. We were south last week. We're now in the north. We're in Fiscada, which is beautiful, but the signal really, really ropey, so I had to get here like super early and I was like doing a recce scouting the whole area to see where the best signal was and right here on this edge is the best signal I've almost been hit by three drones just to get here it's an absolute nightmare this is weird because normally when you go on holiday you have to get up early to get yourself a sun lounger but you're, you have to get yourself a little bit of studio space on a rock somewhere. Exactly. It's really weird. And, and, and obviously we're on the video phone and I couldn't help but notice what are you wearing? What, what are mean? you wearing? The sunglasses? The, the Oakleys? No. No, not the sunglasses. I can see that you don't have anything on your chest but what's the thing that you're wearing? <laughs> and I think, you know, I think you know what I'm talking about. Okay, so look, here's the deal, right? Here's the deal. So before I met Martina, my girlfriend, who's Italian. I used to wear on holiday the Neeland Billabong Bermuda shorts. Come on, I'm British. I'm here. The loud colours, the palm trees, the surfboards. Yeah, I'm not allowed to wear those anymore, mate. I've got to, um, yeah, I have to. I, I, <laughs> Look, you don't have to move the camera down again. I'm wearing the budgie smugglers. Because a woman told you to. She doesn't let me. It's a European thing. She won't let me wear those big things. The, the billabongs, I've had, I had to put them in the bin, mate. She won't let me wear them. In the bin, you could have set them over. Are they are they uh, pineapples on those budgie smugglers? <laughs> they're not pineapples. What are they? No, they're not pineapples. I don't don't show me. Don't, look, don't look, show look, me. Look, they're not. They're okay. Look. I mean, look, come on. We've got to oh, be comfortable thought... in our own skin. I'm on holiday. Sure. sure. Yeah, people wear all sorts. It's fine. I'm I'm I'm, I'm okay with it. I, and I just want to put it out there because obviously I don't want to offend any listeners. No budgies were harmed in the smuggling process. Just to put that out there, budgies are okay. No budgies were harmed. I'm glad, I'm glad. Bearing in mind you're on holiday, we shouldn't really be joking about smuggling and stuff like that. That's true. Stop pointing... Look, they, 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 they don't look that bad, look. They don't look that bad. Look, look, Just look. Stop look. it. Look, I, I don't mind seeing the budgie smugglers as long as I don't see the budgie, all right? Look, the budgies are sleeping. They're on holiday too, my friend. <laughs> Do not worry. Running with Jake, the podcast. Your weekly dose of running motivation. Out every Wednesday. Never miss an episode by subscribing now. Before I came away to Kefalonia on holiday, I caught up with a very special lady who has been on the show before. It's Nikki Love. 
She had a mammoth challenge ahead of her. She was aiming at running two and a half thousand miles across Australia and she was looking at doing it in 63 days. Just insane. Very driven lady. She's doing it all to raise money for Children with Cancer UK and Beyond Blue, which is an Australian charity supporting mental health. Now, of course, as many of us can relate to, whether we run, swim, cycle, life, we've had to pivot, we've had to change, we've had to adapt in 2020, given the situation that we're all facing. And it's no exception for Nikki. She's now tackling this mammoth challenge, two and a half thousand miles, on a treadmill. From the comfort and safety of her own home. Just crazy. You can watch her live on Facebook. She's streaming every day. She's now at the midway point of her challenge, but I caught up with her a couple of weeks ago. Good afternoon, Nikki. Good afternoon, Jake. How are you? Is that your telephone voice? Be honest with me. Is that your best, poshest, I'm full of energy, I've not been running for days on end? <laughs> that's, that's, voice. that's the ruse, yeah. <laughs> I've got to let you into a little bit of a secret, actually. It's very strange because, well, it's possibly strange for you. I, Because I, I can see you, of course. I'm watching you live on Facebook as we as we speak. I'm, I'm giving you a wave, but you can't see me waving. So it's, it's quite funny because I was watching... Uh, you and Sharif, well, Sharif was running around getting everything set up and I was listening to the Facebook Live thinking, I wonder if Nikki's going to say, oh my God, I've got to talk to Jake from the Running With Jake podcast in a minute. I, I actually <laughs> mentioned it earlier. I really did mention it earlier to people when they were um, when they were watching to um, tune in and listen and download Running With Jake podcasts. Thank you so much. I appreciate the wave. I can see you waving like mad. This is great. You've obviously still got some energy, energy. but it's not about sh- our, sh- our show today. It's about you and what you're doing, which is unreal. And do you know, I did read actually on your website about the whole Run Across Oz lockdown edition. It's saying, please bear in mind that Nikki's covering a lot of miles each day. She may not be very talkative. <laughs> How are you feeling? Um, I'm having, I'd say, a, a bad day today. Um, after following a good day yesterday, they go up and down, and this is part of uh, ultra running and long distance stuff, is that you've got to take the good with the bad, and the bad will come. So, I'm going to try and stay as upbeat as I can (laughs) during this interview, because it, it actually helps to get my head back in line and back in a positive um, frame of mind because I tell you what it's easy to lose it and go in a downward spiral but it's just as easy if you think about good stuff to go up in a positive spiral so that's what's happening here now Jake we're going up we're going up mate I love it and I'm so happy I can be part of this up I'm with you I'm with you even though I'm not running next to you on the treadmill I mean it's just it's just incredible and you know you you always want to inspire people obviously for you it's all about chasing extraordinary I think you've got to find a new phrase girl you're taking this to the next level now I mean this is just it's just absolutely insane I I don't want to focus too much on the negatives and reinforce you having a bad day of course but if I can ask with your permission Nikki what, what makes it a difficult a difficult day versus is a good day is it where you are in your mind is it is it physical uh, difficulty um i didn't sleep well last night so that always has a knock-on effect um bad sleep equals grumpy grumpy bum me and then um grumpy bum me starts having bad thoughts um it's not physical so in terms of physical i've um decided to slow my pace down a little bit Um, just to take it easier, which means that I will 
finished the marathon in six hours at this pace. Um, my heart rate is down at 100 beats a minute. So I'm trying really hard not to stress my body um, and take this as a, a an active recovery rest day. <laughs> People running, doing their long run, listening to this podcast is just, uh, they're probably thinking, an active recovery day. I mean, <laughs> it's just so inspiring. You know, you talk about the speed there, actually, Nikki. Yeah. Do you, I mean, I presume you must have some sort of strategy in place going into this massive challenge in terms of what, you know, energy management's important, isn't it? Trying to keep your heart rate down and things. Do you do you try to vary the speed a little bit to, to, to almost give yourself a new stimulus? Does that make sense? Um, or do you keep it fairly constant? I'm trying to keep it pretty constant. So I'm trying to stay very much, I'm, I'm using my heart rate as a guide. Um, and I'm trying to stay under 120 beats a minute. So I'm averaging probably about 110. Today, it's 100 and below. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to keep that constant and steady. Um, when I, to give myself a little bit of stimulus, I, I'll look at the, the uh, clock and I'll say, right, I've got to finish that kilometer in that time. So I might need to speed up a little bit slow down a little bit um, after, I've, after I've achieved it so I am playing little games with myself as you would probably do outside it's like I just need to get to that next pole that next pole so I'm doing that with um, the counters on the treadmill because there isn't too much else to look at around here Jake <laughs> it's a Man, little bit boring I, I mean you know I really I really feel for you and I, I admire your drive and determination so much I mean of course we know and our listeners know because we spoke to you uh, very early on in the life of the podcast uh-huh. which was back in February now which seems like I mean how much has happened and changed in the world yes. and and you were looking at tackling this as a live version of course you were looking at running across us two and a half thousand miles yep. 63 days you know just phenomenal how did you feel once you if you if, if you can uh, take me back to that day once you knew that actually you were going to be doing it on the treadmill and things were in place did, did you feel apprehensive about that did you think my gosh how am i going to do this it would be so much easier to do it out in australia versus the treadmill what where were you in your headspace uh to tell the truth jake i didn't give it enough thought so perhaps if i'd given it any thought i probably wouldn't have done it <laughs> wow. um I, I just thought it was a good idea um it is training and i'm going to have to deal with things going right and things going wrong in Australia Um, I may as well test things out now Um, and I have been testing things out so uh, I I don't own a treadmill Um, the treadmill arrived Thursday night and I started on Saturday morning so that whole first week was me trying to adapt to running on a treadmill and um, yeah, that brought its own little issues because it's not my natural habitat. And, sure. Um, it was so it was just the, the body getting used to the treadmill, and then it's the mind getting used to it, uh, the treadmill and the monotony and the lack of stimulus. Um, and then um, I've got to. I've got to confess that on my website it says, you know, I was going to run 40 miles a day. Um, and that's the intention for Australia. But I just haven't hit those, that number on the treadmill. I have um, 
done my utmost to get to about 30 miles a day and spending any more time on the treadmill has, um, has beaten me and uh, that's a little mental thing that I've had to cope with it's like right um, I'm not achieving what I set out to do but I am but I'm not so I, I have the, the good cop and the bad cop sitting on my shoulder one on either side sure I'm saying you're doing this okay you're doing it to your best ability the other one's saying well you're not doing exactly what you said you were going to do um, and uh, yeah there's a, an internal uh, conversation going on as to whether I pull my um, uh, I don't know, put big girl pants on and say, right, okay, I just persevere with this um, and actually try and hit the 40k mark, 40 mile mark, or say, well, actually, what I'm doing is again training. Um, it's tougher. Uh, and it's good enough for the moment um, and keep my concentration on Australia and trying to improve that next step where 40 miles in my time frame sort of like a seven hour to eight hour period is achievable. I think so many people can relate, Nikki, to that internal conversation. Okay, the, the situation may be vastly different, and uh, I don't think there's anybody that's tackling what you're tackling, and, and hats off to you, but people do experience that good cop, bad cop, and, you know, trying to put the, the, the big girl pants on, as you put it, and it's, it's that battle, isn't it, and trying to, how you overcome that, I mean, it's... it's, it's it's incredible, really, what you what you are putting yourself through, Nikki. And you, it, is this a bit of a landmark day? Because as we record this now, it's Friday. This is day twenty-one, right? End of week three. So this is of six. So are you still looking at the sixty-three days? Is that going to be? No. Is that the, still the target, or is that going to extend? What's it's, your? It's going to extend. So I'm going to get to day okay. sixty-three, and from there, okay. we've run the figures, and it will add mm -hmm. the way I'm travelling at the moment. I'll have at least another to possibly three weeks if I, uh, I can't remember, um, depends on what I hit each day. So yeah, I think it was extra two, two and extra three weeks um, at the end. So again, that's that whole get your, wrap your head around that. Um, is it a good thing or a bad thing to run an extra two weeks? Uh, I should be just about hitting my peak. <laughs> I, th I think there's probably quite a lot of truth in that, to be honest. And, and of course, it must keep you going that why you are doing this, chasing extraordinary, inspiring people, motivating people to take, take action, and of course, raising money for two charities yep. that are very close to your heart, Children with Cancer UK and Beyond Blue, which are, I believe is an Australian charity, right? It's, it's Australian uh, focused charity. on helping people with mental health which, yeah. which we'll link in the show notes page by the way yeah. so that's uh, runningwithjake.com forward slash podcast where you can go and donate uh, Nikki who's doing this amazing challenge but you know because things aren't if I can say this Nikki because things aren't a foregone conclusion mm -hmm. because this isn't just a walk in the park um it, it actually makes it more intriguing to follow. I mean, watching this live on Facebook. I mean, I'm talking to you now, and I'm watching you live on Facebook. Although I have to say, the audio is 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 very slow compared to the video. Yeah. So it's like 
watching a really bad Bruce uh, Bruce Lee movie, to be honest. Uh, when you wave at me, I get the wave about 45 seconds later. Right, it's quite entertaining. Yeah. But it makes it so intriguing. You know, how's Nikki feeling today? Where's she going with this? What You know, what's happening? It's... it's it's incredible, really. How are you fuel? How are you fueling this, Nikki? What, what's what's the situation there? Because that's, I guess, it must be slightly easier on the treadmill. I guess there's got to be some positives to being on the treadmill. There are positives to the treadmill. So it's raining now, and um, I am uh, relatively dry. This is just sweat. It's not. It's not raindrops. <laughs> um, so there's that. Um, I can keep a constant speed. Whereas if I was battling that wind that's out there at the moment, um, it'd be great if it was a tailwind, but if it was a headwind, again, I'd be having all sorts of problems. So, yes, being under here has that um, uh, ability to keep everything under control. Eating um, is a little bit easier, obviously. I get to go inside and grab food as and when I like. I've got a little tray in front of me that has, currently has slices of pork pie on it. So pork pie is uh, quite uh, dense in calories um, and it was uh, superseded by some healthy stuff, some nuts and some dried fruit. Um, sure. But uh, yeah, it's a, a mixture of um, food that I can take in uh, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm going through phases some uh, some days I'm, I'm okay with my food other days I'm struggling to get the food in because it doesn't sit well um, but that again is another positive that uh, I am within about 10 steps of a toilet and um, I tell you what, I won't go into too much detail, but it's just as well that there is no longer toilet paper shortages, shortages because the amount of um, toilet paper roll I've gone through is as equally as insane as this adventure. You've done some amazing things. Obviously, the, the running around Ireland and 63 marathons in 63 days, but this doesn't... You can't really compare this, can you? This is a whole, a whole other thing, right? <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's ultimately, it's the same way, just that I'm running. But um, being able to, one of the things I love, Jake, and I, I think I mentioned it to you before, is the places I get to see, the people I get to meet, and um, the adventure that I go on. This is really different, um, being on the spot. That's why we set up the Facebook um, interaction so people can join me and um, I am getting people from all over the world um, pop in and say hi which is a great thing and uh, that um, are more interactive than obviously running um, across Australia in the middle of nowhere nobody's going to be able to come and join me just as a, as a sort of a oh she's nearby because <laughs> I won't be nearby anybody for the majority no. of it <laughs> and, and how do people join you join you Nikki so is, is this is this via Zoom people can they can effectively book a slot can't yeah, they on so your on. Uh, through your website which is nikkilove.co.uk yeah so on my website 
um, you can join me for you can click and join a zoom call for a half hour and we can just chat um, we did have somebody from Lake Tahoe um, who was meant to be on last night but she got called into a meeting last minute so she's rescheduled but she promised that she was going to sit outside and share her view of Lake Tahoe with us if you don't want to go on zoom that's okay not everybody likes um, filming themselves and chatting so my Facebook is open to everybody so you don't actually have to be my friend to um, see it so if you just want to swing by it's Nicola love um, and if you swing by uh, give me a thumbs up or a heart or leave a comment saying who you are where you're from so we did that uh, yesterday had someone from Colorado um, I've had people from New Zealand from Australia obviously my family um, come in and talk to me every day and if you are in Nottingham and you know Gamston and I'm on the Grantham Canal swing by so people come by and have a little chat to me as they're walking by so it's um, trying to make it as interactive as can possibly be and um, I'm open to conversations pretty much about anything they're, they're a bit staccato <laughs> but, um, uh, it eventually comes out <laughs> I think that's understandable to be honest with you I do so if anybody wants to join you that's nickylove.co.uk and you can join Nikki you can run you can walk you can crawl it's all about getting involved and uh, showing your support once you've done for the day what's your evening routine man I mean what do you do when you get off the treadmill does it vary do you kind of just hit the sofa are you, are you, are you putting Game of Thrones on what's going on uh, pretty um, consistent walk in take my trainers off um, take my socks off lay on the couch and put my legs up in the air against the wall and that's where you'll see me for a good 10-15 minutes straight after um, just letting my uh, feet calm down my legs calm down um, you'll probably also I'll, I'll have grabbed a, uh, a can of San Pellegrini lemon because uh, that's my favorite thing after my run and then I'll sort of get up from there uh, go get changed um, so usually just change into something really loose and light we'll do some stretches uh, get some food in uh, so that that's usually my first meal of the night um, and then I'll go have a shower and probably <laughs> taking the second meal of the night watching I don't know something last night it was the Umbrella Academy on Netflix so do you try and just switch off from the whole running uh, Oz chasing extraordinary do you just try and escape in your mind for a short while yeah, just for a little while I, I just need a little bit of time away from it all and then um, I start to I do a little bit of um, social media uh, after, as I'm eating or after I've eaten but not much um, I usually keep the social media side of it to the morning when I wake up 
it's it's pacing yourself, isn't it, mentally as well through this? You know, it's it's not just the physical side. It's it's this this is such a big thing, and I guess it's like anything that's a really big event in people's lives, be that running or not. You also you've got all that time that you're building up to it. Yep. I mean, this was going on. This was in the making for a long time, wasn't it? Looking at fundraising, getting support. You know, all the infrastructure, the logistics, everything, and then all of a sudden the plug's being yep. pulled through no fault of anybody's, and then you've got to make that that kind of shift. So I totally understand why it can be all-consuming and you just need that space away from away from social media. It must be great that you've got Sharif there flying around helping you. I mean, I, I, I watch the videos and I see how much ground this man's covering. I reckon he's going to make it at least to Ayers Rock. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He might not make it all the way, but that's there's a, there's a runner in the making now, 100%. I'll tell him to turn his watch on and, and see how much distance he actually does in a day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You need to get him like a director's chair set up at the back of the uh, at the back of the treadmill there. Well, I, I can tell you something. I, I've always got my coach's hat on, and I just can't help. I feel like I'm remote coaching you. I'm looking at your shoulder swings, and they're lovely. You look like you've got loads of energy left. They're nice and relaxed. You're looking strong, Gil. Listen, I'm gonna. I'm sending you loads of love, and I wish you all the very best. I'll keep up to date with what's going off, of course. I'm gonna let you get back to it because, of course, it's you know so draining having to talk to people, and uh, you need to focus on what you're doing. So we'll send everybody to uh, your website and obviously link through to the charities you're raising money for children with cancer uk and beyond blue uh, show notes page runningrejectcom forward slash podcast look after yourself nikki jake that's fantastic thank you so much for the show notes and video content go to runningwithjake.com forward slash podcast and follow us on social media Two and a half thousand miles on a treadmill. I mean, it just, it's impossible to get your head around that. It's insane. But I have to say, I have always been a big fan of the treadmill. I think they get a bad rap, to be honest. A lot of people will, re- will refer to them as the dreadmill, and they just hate having to do their sessions on a treadmill, whether that's because they're having to self-isolate and they're jumping on a treadmill at home, or whether the weather conditions aren't great, so they are uh, having to do the session in the gym on the treadmill. But actually, I think there's a real place for treadmill running. So I just want to go through with you some of the positives and benefits of running on the treadmill and a few things to consider. But actually, I think before I jump straight into the positives of uh, treadmill running, I think it's important just to touch on some of the negatives because there is a negative side to running on the treadmill. Uh, First of all, there is an argument to suggest that it's biomechanically different. So the running action, how you physically run on a treadmill is slightly different from that when you run outside, which makes sense, doesn't it? Because if you think about it, when you're running outside, you're pushing yourself forward effectively. You're driving yourself forward across the ground. Whereas on a treadmill, the belt is moving from under you and you're simply moving forward to try and, and not fall off the back of the uh, the machine. So biomechanically, there is a slight difference there. Of course, it's boring. It's not the most exciting thing, which is why people refer to it as the treadmill. Uh, it's a repetitive action, so it's kind of the same thing over and over again. Now, we know running is a repetitive sport activity but at least when you're outside you've got slight undulations be that hills be that downhills uh, be that cambers in the road etc so it, it is uh, different whereas on the treadmill you're pretty much just pancake flat and potentially that may aggravate certain certain running injuries that you may have the other thing is it doesn't directly replicate a race environment which is obvious isn't it i think there's very few races where we uh, we do them on a treadmill of course there's a lot of virtual races happening this year for, for reasons we know about 
layout, but it doesn't directly replicate an event. Uh, so I think that's something to seriously consider. So while I don't think you should do all your uh, running on a treadmill, I do think there are some positives. So the first thing that springs to mind for me, and I, I say this to a lot of my runners, and when I was a personal trainer, I'd say the same to my clients, it's a really safe way to execute your session. You're in one place. You've not got to worry about the routes. You've not got to worry about getting lost. You've not got to worry about busy uh, roads, uh, bad drivers, dark nights, feeling uh, maybe anxious and, and maybe a little scared and nervous being out there on your own, particularly through winter, uh, as that fast approaches now as we get to the back end of summer. So I, I think it's a very safe way of doing your sessions and getting it done. The other thing is you're always in the same place. Now, that sounds really obvious. You're on the treadmill, you're in the same place, but why is that good? Well, actually, it's very easy for you to stop, either pause the treadmill or, or just stop and restart if you need to dash off and grab some water or pop to the toilet. The other good thing is, you know, if you've got a bit of injury, and I've always said the only way to really know if the injury has recovered, you can see specialists and, and have various tests and assessments. But actually, the only real test, the ultimate test, is to get out there and run. And is it going to come back and bite you? Now, I've done this before where I've had an injury over the years and I've thought, right, I'm feeling okay now. I've had a few days where I don't feel it at all. Let's get back out there and I'll plan like a, a normal run. And then I'm perhaps three miles away from home or my starting position. And all of a sudden, the injury kind of rears its ugly head again. So I do think that's uh, something to consider. Whereas when you're on the treadmill, you're in the same spot you can just stop that's it so it's nice and safe it's a really good way of testing uh, your injury or your niggle if that's what you've been suffering with because weather's never an issue now i don't know about you but i still after what 12 maybe 13 years of running something like that i still get it wrong with in terms of what to wear over in greece as i am at the moment we don't have to think about it it's great it's always shorts and, and a vest but of course back in our blighty in the uk the weather can be really changeable and it can be really hard sometimes to, to know what to wear and we still get it wrong whereas if you if you are uh, on the treadmill you haven't got to worry about weather you haven't got to worry about strong headwinds rain even heat in that respect so that's definitely a positive of running on the treadmill actually one particular session that treadmills can be really great for is hill repetitions so if you're doing a hill repeats where you might be running for distance or duration up a hill and then you jog recover back down if you're doing it outside well some people can find downhill running quite uncomfortable particularly on the knees there's a lot of loading going through the knees there's a, a lot of loading going through the quadriceps the the, the main thigh muscle on the, on the in the front of the leg which effectively acts as a bit of a break it kind of slows you down and stops you face planting so it can be quite uncomfortable during that recovery phase um, whereas if you're on the treadmill and you're doing hill repetitions as long as you of course have a treadmill where you can increase the gradient you can make sure that the gradient is accurate so it's bang on where you want it to be typically to give you an idea six percent is uh, largely deemed as, as optimum gradient for most hill repetition works of course there are some exceptions uh, but as a guide i would say six percent is pretty good and of course to recover you can simply just drop the treadmill to the flat so you're not actually running on a descent now some treadmills there are one or two really kind of highline treadmills where you can add a descent uh, only by sort of a, a one or two percent but for most sessions if you just drop it back so it's pancake flat there's less issues surrounding the knees and the thighs so that's definitely definitely a positive the other thing i really like about 
the machines are it's a really controlled environment or, or relatively controlled so what i mean by that is the conditions are always the same so yes the temperature if you are in a gym using a treadmill it may vary slightly because uh, although we can easily complain about air conditioning if we're a member of a gym oh it's, 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 the aircon's too high or it's, it's too warm in here but actually aircon is determined by how many people are in the uh, in in the environment itself if there's any doors or windows open that kind of thing how many machines are being used at any one time but it is a relatively controlled environment so if you're coming back from an injury or even if you want to put down a bit of a, a test of fitness a bit of a benchmark i mean we know there's not many races this year so if you wanted to do like a 5k time trial for example treadmills can be really great for that because you know the environment's exactly the same so it's a really great way of comparing the sessions and therefore understanding where your fitness is the other thing is it's really sociable i mean it can be hard when you're running with people of a of differing ability and i think we've all had this before i know there's people out there that run and they run with their friends but they're making better progress they're becoming fitter and faster than their friends but they really enjoy running with the friends and they, they they feel guilty if they they, did, they don't run with them as well if they now want to run on their own so this whole thing can be quite tricky sometimes whereas if you are i assume in a gym rather than having a, an array of treadmills at home but if you're a member of a gym uh, and your friend is then of course you can jump on uh, the treadmills next to each other as long as they're free and and uh, you can do your own session but you're there together whether you're talking or not you're there sharing the same space and that can be quite com comforting and enjoyable and also it can just get rid of some of the perhaps dullness that we know treadmill running can uh, can bring with it and in terms of distraction and enjoying the session a little bit more, if it's an easy run, in a, if it's an easy run especially, you could consume an audiobook. Or some people I know watch television programs. Now there are runners out there, purists, shall we say, that are like, oh, well, I would never listen to music or an audiobook or a podcast or listen to watch TV programs while I'm running. And, and that's fine, you know. It's, it's horses for courses, as I say. We're not all the same. Uh, but I think when you are doing very easy runs uh, it's a prime opportunity especially like a recovery run it's a prime opportunity to use the time to uh, consume an audiobook educate yourself distract yourself with something else learn something be entertained you know so if you're on a treadmill you want to watch a bit of netflix and catch up on a show i don't i don't personally see a problem with that at all and the treadmill allows you to do that a little bit easier than outside even listen to an audiobook although you can while you're outside you haven't got to think about anything else when you're on the treadmill so there are definitely some positives when it comes to running on the treadmill slash treadmill and some things to think about i just want to leave you with a couple of tips though i do think if you do use the treadmill something to bear in mind is many experts will suggest that setting the gradient at one percent replicates running outdoors much closer than if you leave the gradient at zero percent so like pancake flat you won't really notice the one percent you won't feel like you're running necessarily up a hill but it's just a very slight change in the angle in the gradient and the idea behind people saying it replicates running outdoors a little more is because when you're outdoors you've got that headwind that you're creating as you run forward you've got that kind of uh, resistance whereas you don't have that uh, when you're indoors running on a treadmill so by setting the gradient at one percent it just makes the intensity a little bit higher to uh, closely match that of outdoor running so something to think about and if you do find it really boring on the treadmill and you're doing an easy run and you're like man just get me out of here i would definitely suggest 
applying my technique of alternating speeds. Now, this is something I advise my girlfriend Martina to do a lot when she does treadmill running through the winter in the gym. Even if it's an easy run and let's say you're doing 60 minutes, you might change your speed every five minutes. Now, it's not a serious interval session, by the way. You're still running very, very easy. But I'll give you an example. Let's say, and we'll talk in terms of kilometers an hour because most treadmills are set in kilometers per hour. So let's say your easy pace is, for easy math, 10 kilometers an hour. Well, you could simply run at 9.8 for five minutes, and then for five minutes you can run at 10.2. And that would obviously throughout the session give you an average of 10 kilometers an hour, but you're still running easy. It's either super easy or easy, but it's 9.8 or it's 10.2. So it's not a drastic difference, but what that does is it just sends your mind somewhere. It gives you something to think about. Oh, in three minutes time, I'm going to change the speed because actually boredom is not a physical thing. It's not really where you are. It's where you are in your mind. Uh, that's why many people can find treadmills quite dull. So I definitely think just switching between some speeds uh, and changing things up a little bit, give yourself a distraction, something to think about can really help. Don't forget to let me know how you get on with your treadmill running. I hope you find those tips super useful. Running with Jake, the podcast, your weekly dose of running motivation out every Wednesday. Never miss an episode by subscribing now. Pete, you've not mentioned Podcast Guru yet. Here's your big moment. I know you do it every show. You keep crapping on about it. Get it done, mate. We've got to do an Ask Jake. I like to. I like to. I love the guys at Podcast Guru, especially Joseph, who says some really nice things about us. Seriously, uh, if you haven't got it, it's an Android app. Go get it. Get it sorted. It's like a podcast app without all the crashing and all the hassle. Uh, that's what it is. And we're on the featured section, along with loads of other shows as well. Cool. Let's bring it back to running. It's time for Hashtag Ask Jake. Simon's getting back into some strength and conditioning work, and he doesn't want it to affect his running sessions. He doesn't want to be too sore and he wants to know if I've got any tips or advice. Uh, the main thing really, Simon, is to make sure that you build super, super slowly. Put your ego aside. Don't worry about how much you're lifting or how much resistance you're applying to the exercises. Just make sure you keep the intensity really, really low. So just kind of a couple of sets would be my advice. Make sure you're not uh, lifting too much weight. And although you could feel like you're not really working that hard, I think that's necessary to allow your body the time to adapt so that you're not too sore. It might actually be worth just doing 10 or 15 minutes of strength and conditioning work tagged on to your easy run, an easy run that you might do in the week. Therefore, you feel like you're doing a good training session, but actually it's not all about the strength and conditioning work. So build slowly and I'm sure your body will adapt in time and it won't affect your running sessions. I hope that helps. Don't forget, if you've got a running related question, then it's hashtag AskJake. That brings another episode to a close of your weekly dose of running motivation. It is the Running With Jake podcast. Of course, we will be back here next week for more running motivation. Until then, have a super week. Make the right decisions with your training. And of course, if you do have a moment in your busy week, don't forget to subscribe to the show and please rate and review using your mobile app. That's it. We're out of here. Oh, and one last thing. People who wonder if the glass is half full or half empty completely miss the point. For the glass is refillable.